Achievement unlocked. Two players and a podcast now loading. Dreamers and Flam family, this is Two Peas in a Pod, brought to you by General Andrews and Liberty Flam. And we are sponsored by the 8-Bit Dojo and ESN, where we aim to be selfless, not selfish. This is episode 14 of season 4, Breaking the Mold. What's going on, Flippity Flam, my man? General Andrews, my dude, it's always good to hear your lovely, sultry voice as it continues to get better and better in my own eardrums. Oh. Just starts like vibrating in there and oh. everyone's just like feeling it throughout them. So I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you've got tectonic plates shifting. Oh. You start shaking in your chair. Yeah. Oh. At work. You know, yeah. Whatever you're at, folks, just, just keep on just letting it fill you with joy. <laughs> so much joy. All right. That's not the break in the mold that our discussion no. is going to be for today. <laughs> However, as as we were just having a little bit of fun there, I think it's really important to go ahead and talk about this topic, especially because Flippity Flam was the one who actually brought this. Uh, and what made you think of this topic idea for what we're about to tackle today? Well, there's, I think in the description I told you, I'm like, in the sea of a same that's out there, because there's a lot of people that do the same thing and Everybody always thinks, oh, if I copy them, I'm just going to be a copycat, right? Correct. So, but they don't think of being in this sea of same. If you do copy somebody and you do it yourself, you're actually, you're different than that person. So it's actually going to come out differently. And if we actually reference one of our older episodes on a top tier interview that we had with Chuck Huber, Mm -hmm. this is one of the biggest principles he taught in his acting class is that Guess what? Somebody's already done it before. Actors steal from actors. Just do a really good job. Like, stop allowing yourself to be limited because you're like, oh, well, I kind of sound like this person. (laughs) Allow yourself to be yourself, even if you were inspired you 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 mimic somebody else's things that made you feel good about yourself that allowed you to fulfill your destiny why are you going to now start thinking well i shouldn't do that because i I sound a lot like macaulay culkin or whoever it may be and it's just like what you're talking about is that you are going to copy people the difference is is are you copying a person word for word mannerism for mannerism artistic value for artistic value and there is nothing new or redeemable there's no added value of what you brought to the table okay that makes sense why you're a little bit like "Uh, no i don't want to do that yeah, so when we're taking that into consideration, okay, I can understand why someone would start to have those doubts and then be, you know, there'd be a lot of validity behind those doubts versus a lot of stuff we just think that we can't do these things because somebody else did it first. No, that doesn't matter. This is not like something where somebody trademarked it. Exactly. It's not, you're not copying a paper off of a wiki to hand in to your yeah, teacher. Yeah, right. You know, and it, it, you're not saying, okay, hey, you know, I'm going to go ahead and claim uh, the dream stream as mine when obviously I own it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Things of that nature, which folks, I've already dealt with that, so don't you worry. Yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> He's got that site bookmarked. Don't. Yeah. He checks it regularly. 
don't don't take drugs. Oh, I mean, I, I've even dealt with uh, individuals wanting to. Uh, once they found out that it was owned by me, uh, they were like, well, hey, you know, can we rent that name out from you? And I'm like, well, I have no guarantee you're going to actually hold it with any integrity. So thanks, but no thanks. Because oh. that's the other thing about that aspect of it. We could talk about that a whole nother time. Uh, but again, what we want to jump into here is don't feel stuck because you start to copy somebody, right? Yeah, there's no need to... You you are a different, unique, beautiful little flower out there. And you're going to do things, even if you copy somebody, you're going to do it differently. Well, yes. Yes. Yeah. One of the biggest things I've been learning in editing is one of the guys that I watch. He's, he simply said, if you see something you like, steal it because you're different and it's going to come out differently. But if you see something mm -hmm. you like, use it. Why not? There's nobody telling you you can't. Nobody owns a jump cut. Nobody owns a J cut. Thank you. That, thank you. That's the thing. They they don't own that. Let's say you use a specific type of uh, promotional material that is creating questions. Well, that person doesn't own it unless they literally went and trademarked it. Yeah. Just because somebody else decides to keep on using that does not mean, oh, wow, good job. You made it first when really... There's probably tens, if not hundreds of people who'd use that same type of format before. Right. Coffee shops do it all the time on Friday. Yes. It's a, it's a question of the day, if you question will. Question of the day. And if you get yeah. it right, you get a free coffee. So people have been doing it for uh, decades, probably hundreds of years. If we really... Honestly, hundreds of years, and we just didn't know about it because they didn't talk about it. It wasn't a... Uh, it wasn't so fancy or viral where people are like, oh, you see, now we can see this. Like, there's so much stuff that happens day in, day out that none of us know or ever will know. Yeah. Which some of that's good. <laughs> I don't need to know everything <laughs> all the time around the world. Like, I, I promise you that, you know, I, I do not need to know every little ins and outs of the world. Oh, dude, but... that kind of omnipotence would just be exhausting. <laughs> I mean, that's why I thought that was such a good example of the uh, movie with Jim Carrey. Uh, help me out here. Uh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. And where it's like, okay, I'm going to now listen to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, you everything know? just starts exploding. There's fires <laughs> in the street. Like, oh, like, well, oh, I can't my, do that. <laughs> and like that, that's what I would picture if that was available to any of us, mm -hmm. it would feel that level of overwhelming because that's billions of things going on at one time. Yeah. And that's just talking about humans. Yeah. That's just humans, not even all life forms. You start talking about all life forms. What are we getting up to now? 30, 40 billion. I mean, it would just be insane. Too Absolutely many. insane. So getting back to the breaking the mold aspect in content creation, a good example is how I know for ourselves, we aren't just speedrunners, right? And there's nothing wrong with being a speedrunner. You know, something like, oh, she's just a speedrunner. So what? You know, <laughs> own it. But we have grander exploits, uh, ideas in our minds that we want to do or be that aren't limited only being, quote unquote, the best speedrunner. That is correct. We, I don't think... We've ever wanted to be the best speedrunner either. This here's the title that I wanted, and this is 100% real. I've said it before, but for those that have not heard it, I want to be the best speedrunner 
that can read chat fluidly. You've gotten really good at that. I'm much better than when I first started. You know how hard that was when I first started? Oh my goodness. When I went one way, when I went the other way, I'm like, ah. Yeah, I was there for that. Oh man. It goes from speed run to casual playthrough really quickly. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you, and you start to learn where you can, and then you try to, and then you make sure to engage during those points even more. Mm -hmm. But even outside of that, it's just kind of like, okay, I know this part of the thing. I might mess up here, but I'm going to go for it. Versus, let's say I'm now on what, you know, the terminology, a god tier pace. Uh, that uh, it's like, okay, well, this time I'm going to now focus on the run because normally I'm not at this high level of an execution from beginning till now. Okay, I'll, I'll hone in. But let me tell you, it's not like that every time. And it, it's rarely like that every time. So there's a lot of opportunity to engage with the community, which is amazing. And that's what I, if I was to have a best speedrunner title, it would be with that caveat. That would be very important for me to have that as the aspect uh, shown upon that. I feel like you're you're well on your way to that title too. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. I mean, that's what I want for myself. Doesn't mean I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to hear you say that, right? Because it's like, you know, you think you're doing good at something, but then again, you're not necessarily having a, a, a panel constantly just like, okay, so that's a nine out of 10 this time. Oh, seven out of 10 from Russia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, nine out of 10 from, you know, you know what I mean? All those kinds of things where, it's not like I'm getting constantly judged to where I'm like, okay, that's the feedback I need. Those are the people that it's important to get their judgmental feedback on that performance. So thank you. I do appreciate that. Uh, but you're right. Being just the, the best speedrunner, that was never my goal. Uh, and it sounds like, from what I knew too, it was never your goal either. No, not not even a little bit. I wanted to have the most fun speedrunning. Okay. okay. That's what my goal always was. That's why I did so many different runs too, because that was the fun part for me, learning the run. I wanted to be the most fun and the most educated on the run without ever having to do it. And we've explained my whole process of learning runs, which is basically a college course for video games. Which you're the professor. So yes. that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a pretty cool shtick to definitely do. Now, would you say you accomplished the having the most fun? Or do you feel like there were times that you forgot about that anecdote that you wanted to honor at a great level and fell into the trap of trying to be, quote, unquote, the best? Oh, so many, so many times with so many different games that I didn't think I would. It, and it all started with me trying to set an, an unrealistic expectation for myself. Be like, oh. oh, yeah. Not that I wanted to mimic anybody and or, or even like getting away from breaking the mold on how I wanted to do it and having fun. I was like, I wanted to be the best. Okay. Now, my only guess for the game that fit that was Luigi's Mansion? No, actually. It no. Was, it was that I never, ever wanted to be the best at. Oh, okay. Okay. Good thing we were talking about this then. Yeah, that one, I, I, I still have fun. Oh, well, I had fun with it. <laughs> the mashing was too much we've talked about that That's a lot fair. but that, yes. that one was just too much it was a physical thing rather than a having fun thing with that one okay okay uh, yep banjo kazooie was the one that really oh that's a good point you did spend a lot of studying time I spent a before lot of, even yeah, displaying any of that study yeah there. i spent like three weeks practicing that before i even did a run on stream and then i i still continued and did that for like seven eight months and my goal was to be the top three within wow. a year wow because you even did tournaments or did tournament. tournament yeah well right? a tournament yeah i mean that's pretty impressive you know what i mean to, to have that want and that mindset to do those things even if you didn't achieve a top three 
time it's that you you went about it like that you you broke your mold of just having fun and just uh existing in the world of speedrunning you're like you know what i'm going to elevate my game yeah and i thought it would but it just made me angry and cranky and hate the video game <laughs> that makes sense now here's a here's a question for you uh was there a lot do you feel if there was no rng in that run would that have changed that aspect well the thing is there isn't actually a whole lot of rng in that run except oh, okay except and this is a big asterisk by there's uh, no rng in the run except at the very end oh at the very how end, heavy oh my goodness it's a it's a 30 percent it's a third it's no it's a 20 percent shot because there's five different quests so when there's a trick you can do on the furnace fun board like the board oh, game yeah, at the that's end what I was picturing that's where i was assuming this was going okay yeah funny you say picture because you can trick the game answering a wrong question when you get into talent trot you have like one frame to do it it's actually not that hard for a frame perfect trick quote unquote uh-huh but when you do it and you get a question, you have to answer it wrong, so it damages you and then basically kicks you out of the whole blocking of the board so you can just run yeah. on it freely. Uh, the only thing that it doesn't work on, though, is a picture question. And there's a 20% oh. chance for a picture question to come up. So that's, and it's at literally at the very end of the run. That's so dirty. It's very dirty. I lost two races to that in the tournament that I did. Because I'm assuming the amount of time lost from it going standard route, like I'm assuming you had to standardly just go through. That's the backup route. There is no real backup trick, right? I, there, there really isn't. No, you do. Okay. You get it on that one, and you can. There's another desk square, but you have to answer a couple more questions, then you go to that. But that's like a 30, 45 second loss right off the bat. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Saying that the rest is still perfect, you're already looking at almost a minute's worth of time loss. Yeah. The rest of the run is very fun. Besides hearing Kazooie go roo, 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 the entire time because jumping is faster. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, and the reason why I was curious is because, like, one thing I've noticed with running uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers with Sinister has been the fact that since there isn't RNG. It doesn't mean that wacky things don't happen. Yeah. But the there is no worry like oh we need to get this or let's say you do get that good luck but the run's a, bu a bum run you're like oh this is our chance to get you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh good examples like turtles 4 where uh krang which is the second to last boss which is pretty krang much the is end. at the end too and he's a big rng cesspool he, he's an rng cesspool and it's so much more imperative that with each difficulty because it becomes even more randomized for his patterns um, with each difficulty change. And that's why I was having much more fun playing easy because you're almost consistently guaranteed uh, two low sets where you're like, okay, cool. That means by round, worst thing I'm going to get is a round four uh, kill on this guy instead of the, the preferred round three. And uh, yeah, but like playing Chip and the Rescue Rangers without the RNG, it's like, okay, I just got to execute well. I can do that for, you know, 10 minutes or less. I just got to execute well. I can do that. Yeah, I do like those runs better. You know, and th that's why I felt like I could see myself in that position where if I, again, people were also competitively grinding like uh, Sinister and I were, where it's like, okay, yeah, no, let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. Uh, because it's, we're not worried about RNG. And that's why I was curious for you if that was part of like, okay, we're doing good, doing good. I'm really happy with everything. Oh, this RNG is really pissing me off. It's def It was definitely a part of it. 
losing okay. runs at the very end after i mean because it's not a short run even world records like under two hours like just under two hours for 100 percent. that's amazing yeah <laughs> it's just so funny like oh it's not that long of a run and i'm all like yeah my longest runs like an hour you know 41 yeah. you know <laughs> like what is this guy talking about man this guy's crazy crazy good a lot of patience so it's... let's let's branch off of the word patience here and, and when it comes to breaking the mold we were talking about speed running for a moment there right I and mean, we kind of tangent which is, is a lot of fun because we both love speed running and for our overall content we now know also even yourself like we can we could talk about what i've done you know to branch out for my content and we can also even talk about what you've done to branch out for your content because they've actually been in two different directions yeah two completely different directions because we've gone from live content right yeah where we're in front of a camera for you know four to six hours a day streaming talking to people playing games to curated content yes and sometimes that pivot is hard and it's very very scary for people but very. I, I also felt that streaming was i was too comfortable doing it ah okay okay it was too comfy and i also wasn't seeing the results like numbers wise that i had the first you know four or five years that i had been doing it that's fair totally fair and i'd always hounded on people and was like yeah you got to go off platform you got to do other things like we've said before you got to go to other places and i was not doing it so <laughs> <laughs> like i know it's great i know it's, but i'm yeah, not doing it. <laughs> i'm not gonna do that i don't want to do that but now that I've done it and it is scary at first because you're learning a whole new thing it's a whole different pool you're throwing yourself into absolutely especially with YouTube because YouTube is a way more recognizable name yes like my grandparents know what YouTube is it's mainstream it is it's super mainstream you got people on there who've been doing it for 15 20 years now isn't that funny though just that little extra amount of time you know that again that hits more of your general topics across the board mm -hmm. it's not just video games yeah you know that's a lot of people think twitch is it's just video games or you know people having sex with like ear noises you know <laughs> like those are two things people think about when it comes to twitch uh because that's what they've seen the the, news, I mean, it's like it's talked about yeah. right the most so it's like well no wonder why everyone thinks that's all it's about it's yeah. like oh are you one of those streamers or are you one of those other yeah. ones i mean you got a nice <laughs> body what the hell is that you got a fuzzy mic yeah it's so funny you know like me when someone's like oh yeah you know what do you do oh yeah you know i, I stream oh really and you're thinking oh cool this person's gonna you know they, they get it already and it's gonna be a fun conversation you know while you're standing in line while they're checking your your goods or whatever yeah and then it's like oh it devolved <laughs> into the exact conversation you don't want to have it's like oh no <laughs> no please oh you stream yourself well yeah myself playing <laughs> games oh oh Wait, like, That's not what I thought. Like games with yourself. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like, dude, dude, no. Like, here, check it out if you want. If you don't, don't do it. later. Because I always keep my business cards on me, at least a couple of them. You never yeah, when know, someone man. Someone starts asking questions. I'm like, well, hey, you know, if you're actually interested here, check it out. You know, check it out. I'm, I'm not going to trust that you're going to remember that after working all day. Yeah. You kidding me? Here's you're a not, card. You, Working any type of retail position, I I'd always be burnt out afterwards. Like, oh, I'm so thankful to be off work. It was never, man. I can't wait to stay off in there two, three, four, or more hours. <laughs> no, 
breaking this mold here is also let alone doing this curated content for myself you know jumping into the the voice acting uh rabbit hole that's what i was that, gonna say uh, <laughs> is is its own beast because it's so funny because people um will ask me oh so how the, how are the auditioning going and I'm like, motherfucker, you don't, you don't get, there's a whole process before auditioning. I don't want to like, and this is the hardest thing to get across to anyone is when you feel like you wasted your time. Yeah. And in the very, very beginning, when I was thinking about doing voice acting, if you remember like what the first year that we knew each other, I had done a couple of things, you, had. you know? And obviously, a lot of our feedback group were, were assholes, so it wasn't really helpful to my psyche when it came to doing any of that kind of stuff. No, it didn't. Uh, that's <laughs> you know, man, that and, shit can uh, ruin you so hard too, just yes. like mentally, big time, right? And so, auditioning back then was good. Now that I understand the mind of an individual who has to go through and pick and choose who cut it down to how many before they decide, okay, now we're going to pick from these 20, from these 10, whatever, is that, oh, so these X, Y, and Z things need to be met first. Otherwise, they're never even going to really consider you. I remember you acting telling me that. The, the acting is great, right? The acting is a part of it that a lot of people honestly can do, at least in a very small snippet now when they get an opportunity to get further, they might learn, oh, wow, you're, you're not quite as ready as we thought you were. That is, uh, is a possibility too. But, even before they get to the acting, there's so many other things that are a part of it, right? Such as the, the quality of the sound. And so when they even like look at your sound file, if it doesn't meet certain uh, requisites, they just move on to the next thing. They're not going to waste their time with they it. They just toss it. They don't even listen but to it. They still haven't even listened to it, but they see the wave format and they're like, oh, that's way too small or that's way too big or that's really weird. It looks very distorted. What, what do they do to it, you know, post-production to make it look like that? Right. And you can, you can add different things to your voice if you want to, if it fits the role, but the majority of the time they want your actual voice. They're going to do any effects that they want to with your voice in the show or whatever you're performing for uh, auditioning for, but they, they, they want to know what you can do. So that way, like, Oh, how can we build off this? Not, Oh, you only sound good when you use a fade yeah, that's or you only word. sound good when you use, you know, an echo mechanism. Otherwise, man, you don't quite uh, have the sound, the same sound that we were, were, we were hoping for. You're, you're stuck in one lane here. We, we, we can't really use this more than that. Uh, it's, it's really important to understand that now that I know those things, I'm not like, I'm not just throwing myself, audition after audition after audition yet because i'm still refining the whole process so that i don't be like oh well no no wonder why i got rejected or or not even uh rejected just completely ignored in the process because i didn't make sure all the things lined up correctly to put myself in the best position to be chosen right you're not just casting your fish into the pond anymore with no bait not exactly wondering right. why the fish isn't biting you you know yeah why you would get rejected i think that's such a big part to auditioning for anything is knowing mm -hmm. why because like no matter what you could be the best actor actress whatever that ever existed and that person still might not choose you because the sound of somebody else sounds what they want for that role so that's already a part of it and you cannot change that aspect but all the other things that were just mentioned you can control those got to get all those ducks in a row once that's happened, now I'm only left to the preferences of the casting director. Yeah, you're leaving one lane for yourself. 
in that that doubt category. And that's so much, that is so much easier to work with than inundating yourself with constant stress and pressure. So whenever, you know, an individual, which again, they're asking from a place of, you know, uh, more than likely from a, a good place. They want they want to know, how are you doing with this aspect mm-hmm. of things? You know, how's the auditioning going? But me, I'm like, ha, auditioning? Not yet. There's a lot more to learn, buddy. <laughs> a lot more to learn. Yeah, you're and that's why when you talk about it. Part voice acting yeah Yeah, it's it's, it's extremely important and that's why when you were talking about the you learning certain aspects for like the youtube and whatnot what i'm learning from the youtube what i'm learning for this there's a lot of learning god there's so naturally (laughs) do every aspect of the piece of content from the get-go you might naturally be good at one of 10 aspects well the other nine still matter and so you eventually have to refine those and or learn them to be able to refine them yeah and a lot of the time you won't even know that there are 10 aspects until you start diving into it and that's always the tough part is learning is how do i learn what to learn for the thing i need to learn god that's man you saying that just man that's so huge that's so huge because you don't want to do more work than you have to but you definitely don't want to do less work than you have to either yeah there's times where i'm like i don't know like because like when even when i started to learn how to do some editing for my stuff like any editing i've done is very very basic but and it's better than what i ever did before which is cool uh but i started to see like man i am just not really understanding or getting this and let's compare that to voice acting, which makes so much sense to me. But why? It's because I had my, my first teacher for voice acting was amazing. It was Chuck Huber. He's an amazing dude. And I just happened to see a tweet of his because he had a class, you know, that was going to be, I'm like, you know what? I got to jump on that. And it's always funny when you have gut instincts because he hasn't taught a class since then. And as much as he, he wants to eventually do it someday, He's not really in a rush to do it anytime soon. So it's like, if I didn't jump on that, then when I had that gut feeling, my goodness, I wouldn't have been able to go down this route and really, again, break that mold. Because what's so cool is like, well, Jen, so you spent this money on these voice acting classes and more voice acting classes and then other classes for these other types of uh, parts of the things that you're learning. So that says the, the DAW, which can be talked about a whole nother time. Yeah. That when you're doing this like well, what what the heck though you're not even doing audition how are you going to recoup that money well that's because that's not the only avenue i'm trying to do if i was only doing voice acting i would have more time just for voice acting right i would be studying this this and this i'd be going to do more auditions in the meantime well guess what i got got this the stream got got the, the podcast that we do got you know another mini series that i do with another individual do, do, do all these other little things that add up where I'm like, I'm also adding voice acting to the bill. And what's cool about voice acting though, it's done through a microphone. What's streaming done through? What's this curated content that we do? What's it done mm-hmm. through? Through a microphone. Through a microphone. Same it's got thing. a sound. Any acting I learned from there has been so imperative. Some of the stuff I already did naturally. I'm like, and therefore that reinforced, like keep doing that. A couple other things were like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like even when I will have those word isms, and word isms are um, like, uh, things of that nature. Yeah, they are so far and few between compared to what I used to be like. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, even going through and 
editing these they're they're very few and far between now they're still there they're still there because we get i'm a very excitable person i get ahead of myself <laughs> and you i have to sell it down like you can't you, you can't just like in speed running not all tricks are done fast that's so true some have to just be done at the right time or the right pace and then that is fast or that is well done same thing here as much as i want to just ooze hundreds of thousands of pieces of information eh, the audience the listener needs to be able to have an opportunity to absorb that so if i'm talking a mile a minute in this scenario it might not be as easily consumable for somebody even though we've got you who's got a very laid back personality that can balance that out it's just like well, i want to understand what, what jen was saying but he talks so fast I don't he's know what the so hell he's talking about it's like sonic of the mouth <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> now as we start to wrap up breaking the mold here what do you see for yourself going forward that will allow you to either break the mold continue to be breaking through more of what you're doing what are you envisioning right now for yourself Liberty flams people out there can kind of see because a lot of them haven't been seeing you on twitch right now right oh that is very true i've been so, reclusing yeah <laughs> and and therefore people might be thinking oh you're regressing right because you're, you're not out there you're not, you're not doing things when that's far from the truth it's it's the exact opposite right yeah so the, how do you envision yourself at least for the moment even if it changes right but at this exact moment in time what are you envisioning it can come down to one very simple word that we all know and most people hate education ah now an education that you're going to go back to school no well, okay. I mean, I, I, I could I'm take a class or two, but more so, I'm like educating myself in the new field that I want to do and the new thing that I'm doing. I wouldn't be able to do that if I was still streaming 40 hours a week. Yes, you were. You streamed a lot. You always have streamed more than I have. Yes. More than always. I ever should have, really. <laughs> and I know <laughs> that now. We, we, yeah, we, we we know. We both know yeah, now. We, you we, know, which is important. Yeah, but yeah. now I know, right? Everybody else knew, <laughs> but me. But I'm such a stubborn asshole that I had to learn it myself because that's how people learn the best is if they come to conclusions on their own. Facts. That, that's, yes, 100% true. And now that I'm here, I know that I need to keep learning this field because YouTube is a different monster. And even if I were to go to like traditional film school, it still wouldn't help me because... YouTube is way different than what traditional film is. Right. Like if you did traditional film, that would be really good if you were trying to work with the camera. Exactly. Yes. If you were trying to build out a script that is specific for a play, a show, a movie, mm -hmm. that would also be very imperative for those things. But is that what your focus is right now? Doesn't sound like it. No, it's... Lots of tutorials. It's educating myself on what YouTube is. What the, it's a very different type of media, and it is also still kind of in of its infancy. And does it also cost you like ten grand a year? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't think no, it does. It doesn't not even a little bit, which is the nicest so part. You're learning at a at your pace and at a much cheaper rate than you would have been exactly it, it only costs me my time right now which is very valuable and we talked yes. about that but, but it would take you time anyways it would, exactly to learn. okay okay it would cool. take me time anyways to learn it but now i get to learn it at my own pace at my own cost and it is a thing of beauty 
here's a funny thought i mean would you pay 10 grand for a year if the information you just showed up and it just automatically got injected to your brain you know you're like oh that projector just got me good all right we're good i'm out i learned everything i need to go that was worth 10 grand like now maybe people would be like you know what school's kind of cool yeah right (laughs) school's nifty i like that it's in my brain now i know it i got it like if you could inject all the voice acting nuance into your head would you do it like where where are you where are you going with voice acting here jen because i know auditions are are later they're a later thing for you but what about about now and the immediate future so in the immediate future right let's say voice acting and like full-on auditioning for voice acting is the future right let's say that's the caveat there so what the the now is the now let alone applying it to every single stream applying it uh to any type of little bits i'm doing here and there the most important aspect of it currently is going to be in the curated content because i have no way once it's put out there to interact with the person, what they're thinking at that point in time or what they want to say to me, right? It, it's pre-recorded. Yeah. So if it's pre-recorded, it, th- there it is. Hopefully it's hitting the all the different right things. Hopefully it's filling their their ears, their, their, their heart, their head with a feeling of, oh, this is super relatable. This sounds right, let alone the, the, the topics I'm talking about, right? So that's the important aspect currently is making sure that no matter what i sound as human as possible i sound as full that's one of my favorite words for it, is that i and you talked about this almost at the very beginning yeah. of the whole show is that i need to fill your ears what you're listening to right now in a way that makes you feel like he's right here versus you know what i'll put up with his voice being over there thank you for those that have done that in the past uh and that's why now this is one of those things to elevate the level of content, elevate the value for the listener, for the audience member, so that they get the most out of their time because their time is just as valuable as mine. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You know what else is beautiful? You. No, you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, everyone, for breaking the mold with us and seeing where our futures are going or if you didn't even know where we kind of were going in our trajectories with things thank you so much for tuning in dreamers family love you as always and